0: I'm Lisa Field, and this is the Lucky Star Show and Tell podcast. As the founder and director of Lucky Star, I've had the amazing privilege of hosting hundreds of women for the past nine years at my creative retreat, Lucky Star Art Camp. And each year I seek out talented artists, skilled crafters, and rock star creatives to teach classes for the women who attend camp. Here on the podcast, I'll be introducing you to the instructors I have lined up for this year so you can get to know them beyond just their bio and what you see on social media. Today, we'll be speaking with one of our 2022 instructors, Gabrielle Stratman. I can't wait for you to hear what Gabby has in store for us. Today's episode is being brought to you by No Issue. No Issue was founded to provide makers, brands, and businesses of all sizes access to custom, sustainable packaging. The no issue difference is characterized by their commitment to sustainability for all their products, their simple online design platform, and their low minimum order quantities. No issue was our first official sponsor for Lucky Star 2022. And all I can say is, wow. We partnered with them to create the packaging, tissue paper, and rack cards for our pre-registration boxes. And we were blown away. If you are looking to customize your packaging experience, no issue is amazing. Visit www.noissue.co to learn more and get tons of inspiration. Hello and welcome to the Lucky Star Show and Tell Podcast. Gabby, how are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you doing? I'm so happy to be here.
0: I'm glad you're here too. I just want to um, tell you that I'm so excited to have you as our first interviewee on the podcast, especially since you have been to Lucky Star and you have a feel for it, and you were actually one of our instructors last year. Your mom has been coming to camp for many years, and she's also the producer on our show. So this is a fun day for me to get to interview you. You have also been doing a lot of graphic design work for Lucky Star. And it's our 10th anniversary year and you have created so many fun, cool designs for our 10th anniversary gift box, as well as all of our social media posting and everything that we're doing this year basically has your touch on it, and that has been so exciting to see all of that unfold. I am interested to know what it is that got you into graphic design, art, all the things that you love to do and are now doing professionally.
1: Yes, so I am like so grateful to be part of Lucky Star this year working on this project with all the graphic design has been a really big full circle moment for me over the past year from going to Lucky Star and teaching for the first time to preparing all ready to teach again next year I am really excited to kind of have my tentacles in <laughs> the <laughs> camp a little bit <laughs> it's super fun to illustrate some of like my favorite memories from camp and Uh, pull out those motifs that I hope a lot of other campers will resonate with. So what got me into graphic design in the first place is a long story and a short story. I've always been artistic. From the moment I could hold a pencil, I was drawing. And as I got older and realized I wanted to make art my career, I've always looked to ways to kind of monetize my passions, and graphic design is one of the best ways to do that because it's so accessible and everybody needs it. Everybody needs a little bit of art in their life, and um, graphic design is the most common way that we uh, sort of interact with creative things. So in the case of Lucky Star, it's really good to do things like the gift box because those little special touches that people get to open up and see really helps to get them excited and um, ready for the next year.
0: It has done that for sure. It's been really, really fun to see um, not just your designs, but also Lucky Star combined with your designs, the way that it show, your your vision for what Lucky Star was for you, definitely shines through in all of your design work that you've done for us. And I I can say as a business owner, that's a really cool thing because you get it. And that's what the brand needs in an artist and a graphic designer is for someone to take the time to get to know the person and the brand. Yes, 100%. And you are good at that.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's not very hard to pull out Lucky Stars brand. You feel it in every single part at camp from being around the dining hall to the campfire. All those things are right in front of you when you're there. So I I hope that people get to feel a little bit of camp away while they're at home.
0: (laughs) That's that's the idea for sure. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you live now, and what brought you to where you are now?
1: Yeah, sure. So I grew up in Maryland in a place called Ellicott City on a tiny little farm. Um, A lot of my childhood was filled with art and Irish dance. I was a competitive Irish dancer for 14 years. So most of my time was spent at the studio or in the barn in our backyard where I did much, much of my practice. I will be moving to Portland, Maine, and I'm super excited to go into a artsy city full of coffee shops and fun naturey things to do because those are two of my passions, coffee and nature. And what was the last question?
0: (laughs) What is taking you to Maine? That was the last question. So yeah, the coffee shops in the nature. I can totally (laughs) get the coffee shops in the nature.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) honestly, it's a little bit of everything. I I love the energy of Maine, and it's a place that I've been visiting my entire life. So I went there as a kid for summer camp, going to an all girls sleepaway summer camp, and I just find myself going back and back to it. So I'm really excited to at least for the year that my lease lasts be in Maine
0: <laughs> that sounds like a great plan i always notice things from nature popping up in all of your work what is it about your natural surroundings that inspire you so much
1: i think nature is obviously the gift of beauty that surrounds us every single day and there's something so important to me about connecting with our earth and connecting with, and sort of grounding is the word I want to use because it is what establishes us as being human and um, being on this earth. So I feel like creating art is one of the ways I get to interact with nature when I'm not in it. So illustrating things like ferns and trees and flowers especially are some of the most beautiful things that you know I obviously didn't have any part in creating. I don't even have a garden but <laughs> I I get to sort of mimic those things and make a image of them that lasts even longer than the plants will. So I like to create things that live in that natural world but Bring it inside and into um, my creations.
0: And you kind of always something that I love about your work is that you always give it. And this is going to be an old school word for your ears, like a psychedelic <laughs> twist. <laughs> so like, that's
1: not an old school word.
0: <laughs> feel like like How your young do you mushrooms think I am? and your snails <laughs> and all, all your bugs, the insects that you do, the moths everything. Oh, and and I love the the
1: creepy crawlies. The melty
0: faces and the tongues and all of the, you have a psychedelic side for sure.
1: Yes, definitely. In full transparency, I have never done psychedelics in my life. (laughs) Thank you
0: for mentioning
1: that. Since your mom's listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean it. I am way too uptight. Um, (laughs) But I love just giving things the weird twist. Some of my biggest inspirations come from artists like Tim Burton and Ed Gory, who all have this a little... Gory is the word. A little gory, a little macabre. It's a little macabre. And I I just like things being a little off-kilter because I feel like most things in life are a little off-kilter if you're being real with it. So I definitely like giving things a twist. And... Making it interesting because something unexpected uh, that pops out when you stare at things for just a little bit longer than you may have should have, may makes the humor pop out and uh, brings a smile to people's faces. So that's the reaction I like to get.
0: And we can definitely expect the unexpected with you and your work and in your classes, too. That always comes through. And I, I love that. Some things that you mentioned were energy, connecting, grounding those things about the natural world and the earth and just living here on this planet that that do connect us. Are you always seeking things like that outside of art? What are some of the things that you do and that you're passionate about?
1: So going out into nature is the number one thing I like to do in my free time, when it is accessible to me, I love to hike. Hiking is one of my all-time favorite passions, and especially in the summer in Maine, you can go pretty much anywhere and be at the foot of a mountain within ten minutes. So that is uh, a true passion of mine. I love to be active and in the shade of some trees. So I love that. And then I also like going to beaches. My uh, boyfriend has been teaching me how to surf for the past year. So that's exciting. um, (laughs) That's been fun and very difficult, but it's been good to get in the water and uh, go to some beaches. So I love just going to quiet places when I'm not at home.
0: I like that are you a big reader? Do you listen to audiobooks? Are you into any other fun, like guilty pleasure kinds of things that are not necessarily out in nature or having to do with art?
1: Yes, 100%. And that's where... I think the conversion that we were talking about earlier comes in is my love for nature and then all my guilty pleasures kind of leak in and make it weird. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm a big fan of uh, thriller and horror books and uh, I listen to a ton of true crime podcasts and... uh, Just anything that's weird and kind of goes a little bit down the rabbit hole, but is in documentary format, those are my all-time favorite podcasts to listen to because I'm able to binge them and learn a bunch of new stuff and uh, kind of see a different part of the world that I am not exposed to in my little artist bubble. (laughs) So maybe that's my way of uh, seeing a bit of the real world is through podcasts, but um Recently, I have been reading a lot of books that I have found super entertaining, and I accidentally read two vampire books in a row without meaning to. Accidentally, I like that. Accidentally. I accidentally I read up one.
0: some werewolf yeah. slash vampire books recently, and I really liked them. It's
1: true. I picked up one called The, the Southerner's Guide to Slaying Vampires, which is about uh, a group of housewives in Charleston, South Carolina, seeing if their neighbor's a vampire. That was highly recommended. spoons.
0: Witherspoons uh, book yes. club. I, I've had it that on my list for a while, so it was good.
1: So good. Okay. It's so funny. And then I picked up a Stephen King book because Stephen King's one of my favorite authors. And uh, it was about vampires and I didn't realize it.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Switching gears back to art. What is your medium of choice lately?
1: So this is always changing. I go through phases. Uh, Realistically, probably every six months, I feel the urge to experiment and try something new. But right now I am stuck on acrylic wash, which is a water-based paint that is kind of like if watercolor and acrylics had a baby And they're super opaque and very matte finish. So they're great for um, having that permanent color that doesn't lift when you go back on top of it. So it's really good for layering. And then the second thing that I'm really into is embroidery. So this actually started probably a month after I left Lucky Star and um, saw everybody doing Kathy Ann's class. I was like, ooh, that... That looks fun. People are creating some like amazing things while sitting around the campfire. So I really enjoyed seeing uh, everybody's work there. And then I found some Instagram uh, accounts that I really felt inspired by. And I looked up some YouTube videos and taught myself how to embroider. So that's been my number one uh, passion recently.
0: I like that. I, too, caught the Zen embroidery bug. I like the free-flowing, no-rules feel of it. That works for me in a big way. And I even broke some of Kathy-Ann's rules that she taught us in the (laughs) class because I don't like splitting the threads. So I just go. Oh, yeah. I I went with a bigger needle and just went for it. and Have fun with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely – I resonate with the idea of Zen embroidery because it is such a methodical and tedious process. And that's what I love about it. I'll spend close to like over 30 hours on each of my embroidery pieces. They're very uh, much labor of love. I feel like we can't
0: can't talk about Kathy Ann's embroidery class without bringing up how awesome your grandma is doing with her I know. <laughs> embroidery pieces. She's been doing post camp. Yes. It's <laughs> been amazing to watch all of her. Especially yeah. I get a little
1: text here the and there House. with them. It was amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's so good seeing what people do. And I feel like embroidery is one of those things where once you have the tools of a few stitches, you can really make anything out of them which is super freeing to people once they learn those stitches you feel like your eyes are opened and you, you oh, have yeah. some extra terrestrial power for needle and thread um so I've really enjoyed the process of that and I am a I love the idea of zen embroidery but I am a very structured and exact perfectionist uh Self-proclaimed perfectionist, and so I definitely uh, like having patterns, and which leads me into my into next it. question.
0: <laughs> so, what classes do you have in store for our lucky star campers this year? Starting with well, the one, the obvious, <laughs>
1: bug broidery <laughs> combining your yeah, love I'm... of
0: nature and your love of embroidery. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And it's a little weird because why are people embroidering bugs with things on them? I don't know, (laughs) but they look cool. They do. Bug Broidery uh, is going to be a class where I teach you how to do all of the foundational stitches. So we're talking stem stitch, split stitch, chain stitch. I have them all written down in a packet that I'll hand to you. And you're going to use those stitches in an illustrative way to create a bug illustration. So right now I have a beetle design, a bee design, and a spider for, um, depending on what kind of person you are, you get to choose what bug you want and we'll create a nice bug broidery. (laughs) I love that.
0: What's the next one? Yeah, and then,
1: so watercolor florals is the next class that I am teaching and it is a very simple way to create uh, watercolor florals, and it's super clean, simple, and we'll be doing it on a postcard uh, or like a greeting card set and then a bigger painting and some practice sheets. So this is basically a formulated way to create florals that everybody can do. So it's for beginners all the way up through advanced people. You'll leave what, feeling like you've accomplished Uh, something that you haven't tried before or something that you've been looking forward to doing.
0: This class is one that you taught this past year at Lucky Star 2021, and it was a really big hit. I think that one of the things that, one of the most common things that I heard was that it was so doable, which isn't to say that it was easy, but at the same time, the results were amazing and people were so happy with the work they produced in your class. That that was yes. really um that was a big hit for sure.
1: Yeah, I love teaching. It, it brings me so much joy to see people um try something that they didn't think they could do or especially with watercolors, they are quite a polarizing uh, medium to work with. Some people are like I will not touch watercolors with a 10-foot pole, so if that's you and you're listening to this, I expect you to sit, to be in my class because <laughs> I, you will leave loving, loving watercolors. They're so freeing, and much like uh, embroidery, they're just like a fun process. It's uh, just free-flowing, and you feel like you have just the right amount of control in them. So they do what they're supposed to do. They make beautiful patterns without you even trying. And all you have to do is create the shapes. So that's the little sneak peek into there.
0: Awesome. Okay. One of the other classes that you're teaching, you also taught last year, was another huge hit. And I'm still hearing women talk about this class. (laughs) In fact, um, I ran into Ashley just the other day. She, uh, I think she did a jacket in your class. Yes. So this class, you guys, is called Thrift Flip. Gabby has a love, like myself, of vintage clothing. Yes. And so (laughs) tell them about it, Gabby.
1: Okay. So Thrift Flip, you bring in... Basically, any piece of clothing you want, you can do uh, the most common, which is like a denim pair of jeans or a denim jacket. You can even do something like a sweatshirt or a cotton t-shirt. I'm actually wearing something I painted right now, although you can't see (laughs) on the podcast. And I teach you the tricks of the trade to painting on clothing. So this makes all of your painted clothing be fully washable. You can throw it in the wash in the dryer and the paint won't crack off. It won't be so stiff and uh, hard to move in. And I'll teach you how to create whatever you want to do. I actually went into last year's class saying like, oh, we'll do a floral theme. And I don't think more than one person left with flowers on their clothing. Every single person came out with uh, something totally different and amazing. I think Shauna oh, did a amazing
0: snake,
1: a, the most amazing snake on a pair of jeans, and they're super fun. It puts your like personal flair onto your clothing in a really simple and easy way.
0: I'm really excited to have you teaching that one again. Okay, last but not least,
1: Irish dance. Irish dance.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, you mentioned earlier you you just touched on it like no big deal i've mm. been doing irish dance for 14 years no big deal tell us about your irish dance experience
1: yeah so um when i was 3 years old i saw river dance on tv and i went to my mom and i was like i want to be a river dancer and she's like you're 3 come back to me later <laughs> and i did not let go of that dream for the next three years because she told me when I turn six I can get into classes so turn six I came to her I was like where are my dance classes <laughs> I want <laughs> I want to be a river dancer and so she looked them up in the phone book in the yellow pages uh and found me a dance class and I did it from then on so I've competed at the world level I uh got as high as fourth in the world for Irish dance. And, uh, I toured briefly in Australia as a performer and I've taught for many, many years. So if you're intimidated by Irish dance, don't be because at camp, it's really just about, um, jumping around and having fun, That's right. which is essentially what Irish dance is. So, um, I'll play some traditional Irish music, maybe from a famous show that features Irish dancers. (laughs) Uh, No no hints are being dropped. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and I basically teach you how to do a few simple steps. And when there's the performance at the end of camp, you'll do it on stage in front of everybody if you want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. We're just having fun here. (laughs) But uh, I would love to see more people do it this year, because last year, my little Irish dancing troupe was beyond amazing. They
0: were. It was awesome. I love watching grown women unleash their inner river dancer. It's so good. <laughs> so much fun. So you mentioned the last night of camp, we call it the show and tell night, Um It's a chance for everyone to bring their artwork from the week if they want to put it on display and talk about it. And we also have um, the Irish Dance Troupe perform. We have the Glee Club perform. And also anyone who was in girl guitar and learned how to play the guitar. Yes, you can learn how to play the guitar in just a five-day camp as a grown woman. All of these. And Irish dance at the same time. And Irish dance at the same time. (laughs) And sing your heart out in Glee Club. But um, my point that I'm getting at is that the whole idea behind show and tell is that by displaying your artwork from the week and telling people about it, number one, others get to see what that class was all about. And if we offer it again, they would know, you know, whether they would want to take it or not. But also it's a big deal to put everything aside in your life and come to camp for a week and to produce something with your own two hands or to learn something completely outside of the box some people just go that route. They they go all things new and just use it as inspiration in their real life. You know when they get back home, um, but also, it is, it's just so amazing to watch the women get on stage or stand up and show everyone what they've created, and that is something that. I know, speaks to you. Um, I could just see your eyes light up when you were watching (laughs) all the women for the first time on show and tell night. And also we have a market night and your items that you brought to sell were (laughs) a hot commodity for sure. And so can you just tell us just briefly like what it feels like on that last night as a new camper, since that is kind of fresh on your mind still.
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking about it while you're talking. And the the key factor about that night is that you are surrounded by zero judgment and nothing but admiration and uh, celebration. Everybody there is here to just celebrate one another. And that is so important to have a little bit of that that in your life, whether that is uh, from friends or family. I think Lucky Star really does an amazing job of having that really positive environment where people don't need to be worried about being judged or if their art's good enough because we're here just to make fun, just to have fun and create with one another. So it's it's a really great community to be surrounded by. And that's what the last night is about is um, coming together to celebrate one another and the community as a whole.
0: I want to end every podcast by asking people the same question. And that is if you were to show and tell something right now, Maybe it's something you've been working on. Maybe it's something you've read, something that just inspired you. What would it be?
1: Well, this is a hard question to answer because I always have 10 things that I want to show everybody at all times. Um, But I guess the most exciting thing on my plate is a collection of laser-cut wooden animals inspired by the bug broidery, actually. Um, These are illustrated animals and bugs that I used a piece of machinery called a laser cutter to engrave and cut out and then I'm using acrylic wash to paint them and um, add some detail to the illustrations. So these are like three-dimensional paintings that you can then hang on your wall. And I have a collection of 12 of them that I am super excited to continue working on and then hopefully release in the near future. Oh,
0: wow. That sounds really amazing. I can't wait to see those. Gabby, where can... Yes, you
1: actually have one of them.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Yep. Oh, my moss. Yeah.
1: It's the It's gorgeous. <laughs> Yes, that was the first one that I ever did, and I brought to camp and gave it to Lisa as a thank you gift. Oh, it's one at of the my end of camp last year. possessions.
0: <laughs> I love her. She's in my house. She's a. It's a girl. Yes, <laughs> I I'm glad injury, to know it's a girl. By the way. Oh well, Gabby, thank you so much. Where can our listeners find you out in the world? on social media, well, if they want find to me catch up with you and your on,
1: work. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. All, um, my username is at Gabrielle Jolie art. So that is G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E Jolie J-O-L-I-E art.
0: All right. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Gabby, for being here with us today. I'm so excited to have you coming back to camp as an instructor again. You really helped to make Lucky Star in 2021 very special. And I know you've already helped to make our 10th anniversary amazing. And it is just going to be awesome to have your classes again this year. I look forward to it and I look forward to seeing more of you on your social media and more of your artwork. Best wishes on your move. Thank you so
1: much for having me. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye.